Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. If you are easily offended, then I need you to go ahead and turn off this episode. If you decide to stick around, I want to welcome you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe Unfiltered. Because today, I'm going to get things off of my chest that's been sitting there for a long time. Now, being raw and unfiltered does not mean I will be a loose cannon. It means that I'm going to share a lot of popular or unpopular thoughts with you guys. And I've already prepared myself to either gain followers and listeners or to lose them. I've already prepared myself for that. So, as we get into this episode, I just want to welcome all of you. You know, if you're feeling on edge, if you're worried, you're anxious, you're not alone. Uncertainty leads to fear. Fear erodes away our faith. Fear can be powerful. In fact, fear is one of Satan's most used tactics to get us to doubt God. We have the power to overcome this anxiety and fear with God's promises. Despite how we feel, we need to remember that God is always in control. When everything around us feels out of control, the scriptures that he gives us will remind us that he's in control. So the world is out of control today. The world is in chaos, but it's beyond the world. Let's look locally. Let's look at our government. Let's look at the people around us. You know, the the recession, the inflation, the taxes, the fuel prices, all of this is going up. You know what this is doing to to the normal family? It's throwing them into chaos. It's striking fear because they're not sure how they're going to pay their bills. It's causing all of this chaos in this world today and the devil is doing nothing but sitting back and laughing at every one of us you know not only me but i know there's other people that get out here and we're trying to tell the world about jesus and to be honest with you the world don't want to hear about jesus that should offend me but i expect it you know we 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 need to look at where we're at and where we're going Because, you know, people are sitting there telling me, well, it's not that bad. It's not this. It's not that. Yes, it is. It is very bad. And here's why. Because if the average family is spending $5,200 to $6,000 more per year for basic supplies, what is that doing to their family? It's causing additional strain and undue fear and anxiety on that family. And the devil's happy if you think about it, because if that family's already got a little rip in their fiber of being a family, this is causing that rip to get bigger. And there ain't a darn thing any of us are doing about it. I'm not talking political. I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. I don't care if you're a jackass or if you're an elephant. Neither one of that bothers me, because to be honest with you, the Republicans and the Democrats are both about as worthless as I've ever seen them. 
I'm a conservative Christian. I believe in conservative values. I definitely believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But see, the issue lies with when you play the whole political party card because of everything that I've mentioned in the past episodes, the cancel culture. It's the, the, all of the, it's all about me, nothing about you. And it's all these other movements. People are losing their ever loving mind because a man who created a Tesla decided to buy Twitter this past week and people are losing their mind. And now they're wanting to throw out a censor czar crap to censor us on social media. To me, I think it's kind of funny because this government's always attacked our First Amendment. They've always attacked every one of our rights. They've even challenged us on our faith. And we have allowed them to challenge us on our faith because we sit on the sidelines and we do nothing. We sit on the sidelines and we keep quiet. We sit on our hands. Daggummit, it's time to get up and say something. We have a voice. You have a voice, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't you get out and say something? Get out and do something. Why are you allowing this to happen? Because this has nothing to do with God anymore. This has nothing to do about church anymore. This has everything to do with, are you doing what you're supposed to do? And do you still remember that God's in control? If we looked at Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declare the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. You know, God knows what he's doing. He's always one to two to 12 to 100 steps ahead of us. All right. So when we understand that God's in control, when we understand that his ways are higher than our ways, then why in the world are we not trusting him? Why in the world are we doubting him? Why in the world are we not allowing him to do what he needs to do? We need to get off our hands. We need to get down on our knees. We need to start praying a little bit more. We need to come together as a family and start praying a little bit more. Because I'm here to tell you the devil will do everything he can to destroy a family. Because if he could destroy a family, he could throw wedges in on places that you never thought. And I know because I've been there and done it and I got a t-shirt for it. I've had the devil himself come in and destroy my life in many ways. But I am able to sit here today behind a microphone and tell you, thank you, God, that I was able to turn to my Lord and Savior and he was able to help get my life put back together. The government didn't do that. My local politicians didn't do that. My Lord and Savior did that. Deuteronomy 31.8 It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Why in the world would we be fearful if we know the Lord has went in front of us? Because he has the best intentions for us. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be attacked on all sides. If you're willing to stand up and tell the world that you're a Christian, you will be attacked. There's nothing you can do about it except cling to your Bible, cling to your faith, and know that Jesus is in charge. And Jesus will get you through it. 
The reason this is unfiltered, the reason this is raw today is because, dadgummit, I'm upset. I'm upset at the fact that we are going through terrible times and I'm not seeing Christians stand together and band together and come together as a cohesive unit and pray and, and let Jesus have it and tell the world that God's still in control. No, what I see is I see all the Christians scattering again, running and hiding because they're fearful. I don't want my social media turned off. I don't want to offend this person. I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get in an argument. Who cares? I'm on social media, and to be honest with you, I really can give a rat's rear if they cancel me tomorrow. I don't care if it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, the new one that Trump created. What's that called? Truth, um, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever else on this social media platforms. I don't care. You want to cancel me and shut me down? Go ahead, because you've already been doing it on Facebook for years. You did everything that you can to stop JesusInACupOfJoe.com because it's offensive. It's spam. It's this. It's that. It scares the crap out of you because there's something about it that scares you. And what that is, is it's I'm talking about Jesus. And that scares a lot of people in this world. Scares a lot of people in this world. Psalm 73, 26, my flesh, my heart may fail, but God is my strength of my heart and my portion forever. So we need to realize when the sickness and the disease and the loss of the job and the betrayal comes and our own sin, God is there. He shows up and his grace will support us and sustain us. His strength through our souls, through the trials and tribulations we go through, gives us the strength we need to get through. God said he would never leave us or never forsake us and he, he's never, he's never. And he loved us so much that he sent and he still loves us today. So let me make sure I get that clear. He loved us and he still loves us today. But he loved us so much he gave his only son for you and I. And that's what we celebrated this past Easter with the resurrection of Jesus. That's what we celebrated. All right. So 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who call by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn away ways I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and I will heal their lands. <laughs> this, verse, this verse reinforces what God wants. He wants us to be humble and dependent on him. He is a gentle healer. He's the great physician. He can heal us individually. He can heal our nation physically, economy through the economy and spiritually only if we allow him only if we allow him if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways i will hear from heaven and i will forgive their sins and heal their lands is that not what we're looking for is that not what we're looking for in this day and time how many of us have sat there and said boy i really wish that we could put God back into this country and get this country back where it needs to be. That lands can be healed only if we're willing to turn and humble ourselves before God. We can't do that because we have pride. We have all of these other feelings and emotions that are getting in the way. And a lot of it has to do with money because we have allowed money to become the idol. 
that we follow. We've allowed social media to become the idol that we follow. We've allowed uh, television shows and, and crap like that to be the idols that we follow. So we've turned away from God. So many times people have asked me, and I've shared this in multiple episodes, why did God turn his back on us? He never has. And I keep saying that to this day. He's never turned his back on us. We, the people, have turned our back against him. And we're still doing it today. We are still doing it today. So if you look at Psalms 23.3, he restores my soul. He leads me through the path of righteousness for his namesake. And that's just a piece of Psalms 23. Because it's a beautiful chapter, if you've never read it in the Bible, where David acknowledges God's goodness and protection for his life. David had come to learn that the comfort and depending on God was what was most important. And he reaccounts his experience of being a shepherd and being led through and being the sheep and being led through. This was David back then depending on God. (laughs) We need to realize that, ladies and gentlemen. This is 2022. The world is in chaos. I don't know what the average price of gas is where you live, where you're listening to me. I can tell you the average price here in Georgia is about $3.30 to about uh, nearly $4, give or take, depending on where you're at. And I can tell you the cost of everything is shot up. And you're lucky if you if you find certain things on the store shelves. And see, this should never happen. It should never happen because we have the technology, we have the brilliance, we have the, the brain power to prevent this sort of stuff. But we've gotten complacent. We've gotten complacent. We put our trust in a false government versus God. We propped up our representatives and placed labels of leaders instead of putting our trust and faith in God. Like I said, I don't care what what, what side of the political aisle you're sitting on. Joe Biden, to me, doesn't impress me. Neither did Donald Trump. And I know some of you are probably going to be taken back. I can't believe you talked about Donald Yes. Let me tell you something. The man's policies was good. The man's policies helped this country. But him as a person? No. To me, he acted like an infant. And the guy we got now acts like an infant. So we need something or someone who's willing to take this country by the reins and lead it. But first and foremost, have somebody strong enough, willing to stand there and say, God is coming back to this country and don't give a rat's rear what all of these political faction groups are saying. Because the way I look at this is like this. I know God's in control. But if we're going to allow school systems to bring in uh, Satan clubs, why? Oh, that's their rights. It's their rights to be able to have this club. It's their rights to have that. You know, let me tell you something. We're getting a little crazy with this crap. Because now, 
I'm about to go in a different direction real quick. Um, I don't know how it's going to sit with you. And to be honest with you, I really don't care. But I've about had my feel with this whole transgender crap. I've about had my feel with this whole identity crap. I cannot turn on anything on the television today without seeing some guy kissing a guy, some girl kissing a girl, or seeing some girl wanting to be a guy or a guy being a girl. What is wrong with these people in this society today? What has caused them to turn away from the scriptures and from the truth of the Bible and from God to follow this crap? Because I'm going to tell you what. If you haven't noticed, the devil has one heck of a foothold on this country. And we have done nothing about it. The devil is infiltrating our churches. He's coming into our churches at a high rate. And he's destroying the churches. He's destroying the people. Used to be where two or more were gathered in my name, I would be in the middle. That's what the scriptures tell us. It's what Jesus said. But you know, it's getting harder and harder to find two or more. Because what you find is one here, maybe one here. If you do find a couple of them, are they doing the right things? Or are they just doing whatever they have to do? You know, I did an episode not a while a while back, about a year ago. I talked about, are we hypocrites? Because we act like hypocrites. We we act the part, we dress the part, we know everything. We could go through all the entire service, but at the end of the day, we are as, as false as ever. Because we have other intentions, we have other ideas on our mind other than serving the Lord. Philippians 4 6 tells us, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. Present your request to God. Have any of y'all done that? When's the last time you got on your knees and you prayed? When's the last time you got off and you talked to God? It's probably been a while. Because you know why? Because you're so worried about your, your, your cell phones. You're so worried about your television programs. You're so, so much worried about this and worried about that. I have the same worries in this world as everybody else. I have to worry about how is the family going to survive? How much money do I got coming in versus going out? How much is groceries costing these days? How much is the essentials like lights, power, water, gas? What is that costing? On top of that, what's it going to cost me to get in my vehicle to go from my home to my work? I have to worry about this. But see, there's another spin to this, all right? Because here's something I've, I know, I've learned, and I'm still learning. Money will cause the biggest riff in a marriage. Been there, done that. Got a t-shirt for it. It will cause the biggest riff in a marriage because money is one of those subjects that nobody wants to talk about. For the simple fact, there's more going out than coming in and it causes issues with families. And I will also tell you this, when it comes to a couple, husband and wife, they may be on different sheets when it comes to how we're going to spend the money. Because everybody has their own opinions and we shouldn't be dismissive of each other's opinions. We should be more open to each other's opinions, but we're not because we're already stressed. Why are we stressed? Because God's not in control. You haven't allowed God to be control 
be in control in your life. So you're stressed. You got the fear. You have the anxiety. You got the depression. You have all of this because you've allowed the devil to come in there and destroy your marriage. Well, some of you can sit there. Well, I, I can't believe you're saying this. That's just wrong. No, I, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Look at the divorce rate. Google it. Since you like playing on social media, Google it. Look at the divorce rate. Look at the divorce rate since this pandemic. Since 2020 to now, look at what the divorce rate is. Because you know why? When people were having to live together under one roof and they couldn't get away from each other, they realized that they could not coexist because they were so different from each other. So that's what I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you if God's not in control, and as I've said in previous episode, if God is not in control and Jesus is not the center of your marriage, it will fail. But it goes one step further. If Jesus is not the center of your life, you will fail. Because if Jesus is not the center of your life, God's not in control, and you are spiraling out of control, and you are a train wreck waiting to happen. You are a train wreck waiting to happen. Hebrews 11, 1. Now, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. We don't have to see Jesus to know that he's real. We don't have to see God to know that he is real. Look around because you're still standing. You're still moving forward. That should tell you God is real. So this is what I'm going for on today's episode. This is where I'm trying to get to on today's episode. We have the power right now to get our house in order, only if we're willing to bring God and put him back in our home. We have the power to get our our schools back in order, only if we are willing to stand up and get God back into the schools. Get God into everything that we've kicked him out of, and you could see You could see a change in this country. You could see a change in the way things are. The first step is you have to make sure your heart's right with God. You have to make sure that your house is right with God before you can go out there and start changing other people's lives. You know, there's, there is all types of other stuff that's been talked about the, the critical race theory. Um, and, uh, I think, I think governor DeSantis down in Florida is dealing with some stuff with Disney and, you know, you still have parents that believe in Disney and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the, the whole, um, putting on the tin hat and talking about all the conspiracy theories. All right. I, I don't care for Disney because I don't care for their values. They've they've shown me that over the past couple of years when they started bringing in homosexuality in their, into their their movies and their cartoons that young kids are watching. I don't have no use for that, okay? Because as I said in previous episodes, I'm going to say again, this may turn get you to turn this episode off and that's fine if you want to go on down the road and find you somewhere else. God created Adam and Eve. He didn't create Adam and Steve. All right? And it also says in the Bible that man shall not lay with man, woman shall not lay with woman or a beast of any kind, for this is an abomination to God. 
So the sanctimony of marriage is not a man and a man or a woman and a woman. The, sanctum, the, the sanctification of a marriage is a man and a woman. The same thing that God created in the Garden of Eden. As unpopular as that may be in today's culture, I really don't care. I'm just telling you what, what I feel and what the scriptures say. And as I said at the beginning of this, what, 23 minutes ago, if you don't like it, click, turn it off, go on down the road. If you do like it, stick around because I'm guarantee you, you're going to start hearing more about this. This is just not me on a soapbox. This is me trying to sit here and say without a shadow of a doubt what people are thinking. It's time for us to stop acting like fools and start doing what we need to do which is put God back in the, into our country, put Jesus in our house, start praying, start reading the word of God and start living the way we're supposed to be living. That's what we should do. So to get ready to wrap this up, it's very simple. It's as simple as I can make this. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to turn back to God. We need to invite him back into our lives. We need to invite him back into our country. We need to invite him back in our church. Because if you have a church that, that has pretty much shut the door on God because it's opened up for every other thing, then the best thing you could do is go to church, get a group of you guys, open up them front doors and kick Satan dead in his butt and kick him out of that place. And leave them doors open and start inviting Jesus back in. That's the best thing you could do. So listen, if you want to follow me on social media, you're more than welcome. Go to JesusInACupOfJoe.com. That's our website. You can go to all of our social media pages from that. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook if you want to follow. If you don't want to follow, I completely get it. Follow, subscribe, and share. We are going, we are going to do more videos. Um, I'm actually going to do a video as soon as I'm done with this podcast. So if you're sitting around YouTube or something and you're bored one day and you want to click on one of the episodes, by all means, do it. Drop me a line at Joe at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to talk with you, discuss things with you. I will tell you this on our Facebook page. We do have a Jesus and a Cup of Joe prayer group. So if you are standing in need of prayer, you're just wanting somebody to do a prayer for you. I don't care if it's an unspoken prayer. You want to put it on there? We pray for you. That's what we do. Because you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm over this whole division crap that's going on in this country. And I don't care anymore. I used to worry about who I offended because, you know, I tried, tried to do the right thing, but I don't care anymore. I'm not going to be a bull in a china shop, but you know what? I'm not going to hide and, and, and not uh, speak my mind. Because when people want to challenge me, they're going to hear the word of God. I promise you that. So listen, thank you all so much for, for listening today and uh, for following us. And just remember, you start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift? I'm not sure what to do. Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So why don't you check them out? Artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. 